It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's going on, boss? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Blessed, man. Blessed. Yes, sir. Never stressed. Uh-huh. I'm grateful. Oh, I thought you were about to start spitting. Nah, 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 man. Come on, man. You know, we don't spit for free up here. Come on, man. Album coming soon, maybe. I don't know. Nah, man, definitely grateful, man. Grateful for everybody in the room. Shout out to the team. Shout out to everybody here. Shout out to the listeners. And as I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Mm-hmm. We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, right? Yes, sir. The hustlers, the shakers, right? The pioneers, the people who are breaking down barriers, taking up space, um, not just for all of us who are currently here, but for who? The next generation, right? Yes, sir. The ones coming from behind. Um, and again, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the family. And um, by family, you know, we're talking about the listeners, the ones who, who've been rocking with us. Um, we want to salute you guys and always make sure we're, you know, paying it forward with y'all, right? Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys, appreciate the support, and we're going to keep rocking. Yes, sir. All right. How you feeling, man? I'm good, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Got to wake the game up, huh? Yeah, 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 man. You know. <laughs> it's Wednesday, right? We getting there. Okay. Yeah. I have to make sure. I have to make sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, you know, um, you know, part of what made, I'm, I'm just being honest, part of what, what I truly enjoy is walking in here and knowing that we're, we're going to, um, we're going to, we're going to make a piece of history or we're going to preserve a piece of history by, by letting someone tell their story their way. Right. Um, and I'm excited because today's guest is someone who I would say whose passion for uplifting community comes in the form of uh, creating memorable experiences for his people. Um, he's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Um, a little bit of insight on the work this brother's been doing. He is a host, event producer, and curator, um, and lifestyle entrepreneur who's really focused on building communities through different facets of hospitality. Um, and since launching his company slash platform known as Laidback Allure, uh, he's consistently developed a longstanding track record of curating live events, experiences, and everything in between. Um, and it's really to, to build a platform and to create a space for modern day professionals, social entrepreneurs, um, and creators from all walks of life, right? To, to, to collaborate, to hold space with each other and really to just enjoy life together. Right. Um, and with many years of experience in that space, when it comes to live curation of, uh, of events in that industry, um, his work and reputation speaks for itself. And, you know, like they say, man, the party don't stop, right? Yes, the sir. party don't stop, right? Ne- neither does the journey, man. <laughs> neither does the journey. And, and, you know, so let's just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than the one, the curator of cool, right? The streets say when you walk into his parties, if you wasn't cool before you walked in, when you leave, you're definitely cool. <laughs> That's hey. what the streets told me. That's what they saying. That's what I'm hearing, man. Uh, but but <laughs> to keep it going, man, we're super excited. We're honored to have him in the building. Our guest is none other than the laid back, Max and relaxing and brother himself. Anthony Jr. Can we get a round of applause? Man? Give yeah. it up. Give it up. Give it up. What up? What up? What up? What up? Man, that was one hell of an intro, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. man. How you doing, man? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Um, you know, got some sleep earlier today, so I'm I'm here. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. I yeah. love what you guys are doing. So 
I'm, I'm thankful for you guys to be able to, you know, allow me to be on the platform too. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, it's man. a pleasure to have you, man. Sure. I always say sure. long overdue, but I do mean it, you know. Yeah. It's been a minute, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just, you know, with, with good timing, you know. Yeah. I felt like, you know, especially with the the hiatus of uh, events, man, mm-hmm. I, I felt like it wasn't it wasn't the timing. It wasn't yeah. the best time because yeah. I wanted to be in the midst yeah. of doing it, you yeah. know, before yeah. It, it started, I try. I, I'm all about timing, divine timing, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. and trusting the universe, man. Well, we're, we're honored to have you, and um, you. I don't know if you're familiar, but we always start every episode with a quote of the day, right? Something to get the vibe right, get the mood right, get the conversation started, mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't let me tell quotes up here, yeah, man. just so you know. <laughs> Brother man, Aaron, what you got for us, man? <laughs> the intros, you got them on lock, though. Yeah, I got the sure. intros, man. But, uh, yeah, man, the quote of the day today is, you have to work hard in the dark. To shine in the light. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Who was that quote by? Man. Kobe. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew that. I knew that's why it hit me the way it did. Perfect. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I ain't going to lie, man. Shout out to Abel, my brother. Mm. I was at his house. He convinced me to read the Mamba Mentality book. Mm. I couldn't put it down, bro. That yeah. book is amazing. Great yeah. book. Wow. I ended up killing it. Yeah. I need it. Yeah, I need to get that one. That was actually one of the ones <clears throat> that was actually on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate that it was like a, a last minute thing, like you know, after the passing and stuff like that. But yeah. I've I've been telling myself I need to get that. So yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. you know, mentioning that. Hell yeah, man! The sure. book is amazing, man. Amazing book. Yeah. Lie. Yeah. Man, rest in peace, Kobe, man. Yeah. Real. For sure. Um, now, Anthony, um, thanks for that quote. Mm-hmm. You you don't miss. You never miss, bro. <laughs> you never misses. Um, <laughs> Now, before we get into the journey, right, you know, you, you've went, you've traveled a long way to get to where you're currently at, but I, for the listeners and viewers and those who would like to know more about Laidback Allure and kind of what you guys are bringing to the table, um, when, you, when it comes to your brand and platform, mm-hmm. in terms of like the aim and mission behind what you're bringing to the people in your community, like how would you describe it from your, from your viewpoint? <clears throat> That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I would say that Laidback Allure, well, um, well, Layback Allure initially is just like a lifestyle and hospitality collective, and we are curating, uh, we, well, we have well-curated experiences for, you know, the modern-day professional, um, entrepreneur, creative, et cetera. But um, I think what it's turned into now is that um, we kind of realized that there was, a, there was a space that was needed for those, you know, a little bit more uh, curated or uh, more upscale types of events mm-hmm. in the city. And I think everybody that's been doing a lot of events here and even the clubs, the bars, et cetera, have done a great job of being able to curate spaces for, you know, all realms, you know, mm-hmm. whether you want to be a little bit more casual, you want to be a little bit more dressed up for it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, we kind of curated a space where it was like you can get those type of tailored events without having to wait for something extremely grand, like Mm -hmm. a ball or, Mm -hmm. you know, a charity event or something like that. So knowing that we can be in these, you know, much more upscale spaces, you know, whether it be bi-weekly or monthly or Mm -hmm. every week, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what we, 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 we took on, you know, that's the space that we wanted to create. So Mm -hmm. I would say just to, you know, answer that is just like, we just wanted to make a, 
community for people that want to be able to go out, look fly, dress yeah. up, yeah. and do that same type of stuff that they do out in other cities, yeah. like in yeah. L.A., New York, Miami, yeah. Chicago, yeah. Yeah. and do it in Seattle, you mm. know? So yeah. that's kind of like what it is right now. Yeah, well, that's definitely what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's yeah, dope. Man. So uh, let's take it back, man. Uh, let's talk about your early life, where you from, what yeah. was it like growing up? Yeah, so... Um, I'm originally uh, born and raised um, in Atlanta, Georgia, but I am Nigerian, so I want to make sure everybody knows that yeah. I am an African man. Um, when I was when I was growing up, it was always one of those things for me where like I was always kind of just curious to know more about what what curating spaces were. So it was one of those things where like always wanted to bring people together in different shapes of form. So it was like whether it was, you know, getting a group of friends to play basketball or mm -hmm. a group of friends to, you know, play some Xbox or yeah. PlayStation or something like that. I was always the person that was like, I would consider like the most hospitable, like just mm. being able to like, I want to welcome people yeah. to mm -hmm. the space, yeah. you know, to be able to enjoy themselves. So as that, you know, continued to go, <clears throat> And then, you know, going into college, you know, I had already, you know, I'm also in the tech space. So um, I'm, I was pursuing a um, um, <clears throat> computer science or computer information systems uh, degree mm -hmm. with a concentration in software development. Mm -hmm. So while I was doing that, I was also doing um, radio mm -hmm. and hosting. So okay. it was kind of like this... Um, kind of like not necessarily a split life but it was like i just had different interests yeah but in the same shape or form i was also trying to curate experiences yeah and curate a, a community of different you know things so when i was in college um you know part of the um <clears throat> it was like isaka so it was like a um it was a group for people that was in tech okay. that were, um, you know, just pursuing computers and business and all that type of stuff. But then also at the same time when I was doing radio, it was like media, entertainment, all yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. So it was like I always liked it when I was like able to like I can be in this community and, yeah. and talk tech talk with everybody. Yeah, but then yeah. I can also be in this community and talk about who's the best rapper right yeah, now, you yeah, know? Yeah. So being able to be in these spaces at the same time was, you know, incredible. So after that, that's like when graduated and all that, and then, you know, moved to Seattle and I realized that, whoa, this, the space that I was able to curate in Atlanta, as far as like being able to bring people together. Cause people in Atlanta, they, they dress up, they, they yeah. make it very known that they're in the building. So, yeah. um, when I came to Seattle and saw that there was a, a gap in that, and this is like ending of 2015. Mm -hmm. So when I realized that it was like, okay, why not, you know, start all over, but kind of bring something fresh, bring something new yeah. into the space. And then from there, yeah, you know, it kind of went. You know, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I like how you so, mapped that out. Yeah, you know your story very well. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's important, man. <laughs> um, but but like Irma would say, take, taking it back a little bit because I, I am curious because a, a consistent theme on this show when we talk to people is like a lot of elements mm -hmm. in terms of who we were as kids, teens, as we're growing up, yeah. play a major role in what we're doing today. Yeah, like when you look back on your upbringing. Are there were there like seeds planted things that you could look back on and be like oh, okay that makes sense yeah why I was into that type of shit or why I was doing that that yeah kind of circles back to now absolutely so in hindsight now that I look at it I remember when I would go to these events in Atlanta and this is me being like 
maybe anywhere between 18 and 20, mm-hmm. I was going to events and I was always curious behind like, <clears throat> hmm, why are they throwing it at this spot? Why don't you just do a house party? Because I was yeah. always a house party person. Yeah, oh, so I was always yeah. like, yo, what people come through to time. the yeah, yeah. One time for the house party. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so I was like, yo, why don't people just, you know, just do it at their house? Like throw a party. You know, have as many alcohol, as much alcohol as you can. Mm-hmm. Have all the ladies come through, all your fellas come through and do that. But when they're doing it, it was it was weird because it was like when I when I would see that, I was like, okay, now they got all these random people just coming through to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that, and it didn't make sense to me because I was like, why would you want to do something not in the comfort of your home? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then in hindsight, now I'm like, okay, well, it makes sense because you don't want make people to mess your crib up, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, it was moments like that, and then it also was like, um, I ended up becoming like just because I was going to a lot of like. I used to work also at uh, J. Crew in, okay. in Lenox Mall in Atlanta, and it was one of those things where, like, because Atlanta was like a prominent city, still is a prominent city. But I was always one of the people of like, yo, I know where this party is going. I know where we going after yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. always telling people like, yo, we got to go here because this is where this yeah. is such and such is gonna be a at. And all that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a promoter without even knowing, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it was like me doing that it then started becoming like I was actually like a concierge for people that were looking for things to do. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yo, I knew the the nice restaurants to, you know, take that girl out to. Yeah. I knew the place to go to if you wanted to, you know, go have coffee but not spend too much or like, you know, I yeah. knew all these different types of um, um, parameters as yeah. far as like things to do for, you know, people that was in college yeah so when that happened it then started creating like a almost like a buzz where it was like people knew to hit me up for whatever it was that they were looking that to do sense. so in 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 that shape or form it kind of like you know expounded it just kind of was like all right well yo yeah i can do this event for this like whether it be for the ladies or yo i can do this for you know nigerian independence yeah, day you yeah, know i can yeah. do this for that i can do this for that yeah. and you know it, it really just started to go into that route of like curating something specific for the people that will appreciate this yeah. type of things you yeah. know and I think, you know, it's one of those things where it's like with anything that you do, some people like it, some people don't, but that doesn't stop you from creating. You yeah. Know? No, that's so, real, bro. Yeah. That's real, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy because I was, uh, I actually saw that you had did um, an interview at one point with the Cloud Room Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it, you touched on saying, well, you, you were speaking on how growing up, um, you always were looking for opportunities to capitalize on your interests. Mm-hmm. Um and if you couldn't see one, you you would try to be an ambassador, um, so to speak. And and I think what what I'm getting what I'm getting from this is like you just had a knack to serve, because I think that that get lost that gets lost a lot of times when yeah. people are whatever people are doing right whether whether it's um you know you own a business or whether you're creating events or whether you're hosting a podcast like mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. people fail to realize sometimes the reason people do stuff is to serve first yeah. and foremost right absolutely um, absolutely. But but getting into kind of the professional side of kind of your development, I was curious mm. about that too. Like before jumping into entrepreneurship and saying I want to launch my own platform and stuff, yeah. um, like what was that professional development like before yeah. you got to that point? Yeah, so I will say like, you know, going back to like just a little bit based off of like what you mentioned, it's like I always kind of took the approach of like 
I will do this and I'm not expecting anything back. Yep. Mm. So I think for me that just kind of created like a um, a mentality of like, yo, I'm just going to create free formed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if something comes back, it does. But, you know, as long as I'm genuine with my my approach, yep. mm -hmm. always make sure I say thank you, talk to people in the uttermost respect. Yeah. That was always going to, you know, come back tenfold. Yep. So I think for me it was like, I just was like, I'm going to do this to serve, find a purpose in that, and then from there figure out a way of, like, how I can turn this into something that is, like, legit. Because yep. sometimes it was also, like, I didn't know how to, like, I didn't know what to call it. Because mm -hmm. at the time it was, like, you know, when you're in college, people are, like, man, well, you got to, you know, People like, especially in my household, it was like, want to be a doctor, you want to be, you know, a lawyer, you mm -hmm. want to be this, you mm -hmm. want to be that. So you got all of these um, professions that are, you know, cut out for you yeah. that are already like established just because everybody has done it. Yeah. So yeah. like when it was like going against the grain of like, oh, I want to be somebody that brings people together. I didn't, I didn't know what that was, <laughs> you know, and without it being yeah. like, I'm like, I'm a, like, a, like an artist or somebody that's like a promoter. Cause like at the time I also didn't like the word promoter. Yeah, it just sounded mm, like yeah. somebody that's like super annoying to yeah. try to get to come to, <laughs> come to the party, you know, so, I mean, a mass text message. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like, I just didn't know what to actually call it. And yeah. I think like that was like, you know, that it didn't it didn't actually happen until like it coming to Seattle because I didn't actually turn into a business until I came to Seattle. Mm. Like when it was it was when I was in Atlanta, it was like we considered it like a lifestyle. Like mm -hmm. we just was like, yo, the lifestyle is we like to do this, we like to do that, and we don't deviate mm -hmm. to conform with other people. Yeah. And that's kinda like what we considered that, you know, but as it started to get more, you know, serious and like coming over here is like can't no longer do house parties. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, yo, now we got to do it at actual venues. Now we got to do this at, at at certain spaces that, you know, we're allowed to do that because there was a time when um, we we do a party um, in, in our spot and we got in so much trouble. The police came. They gave us tickets. They were saying, yo, if you don't pay these tickets by this certain time, you're going to jail. And, you know, you're thinking of that during a college, dude. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. well, man, I can't even. I'm trying to make sure I pay my rent. So I can't <laughs> yeah. just afford to do these random yeah, the tickets. It's the yeah. risk reward yeah, ratio. Exactly. Just don't, it don't add up. Exactly. <laughs> it just don't make yeah. sense. So it was like, you know, I was like, yo, let's let's get out of this. Let's, let's, let's go at least the more safer route. And, you know, that's kind of like where it started to stem from so that's good yeah that's good i feel you man um i kind of want to touch on like what's the process of like trying to organize an event like that or events like man i know you know when you do like different themes and different parties yeah. it, mm. it probably doesn't look the same all the time so yeah. what's like your core process pretty much man that's a that's another good question because a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know this man because yeah. it's like People just see what, you know, they just see a flyer and they're like, oh, yo, it's easy. He's at it again. Yeah. But they don't know, they don't know what kind of goes into yeah. it, you yeah. know. So yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I will say this. So fortunately, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy that, you know, we have a team that kind of is able to tap in and, and fill in all the gaps for me when, mm -hmm. when needed. But initially I didn't even, you know, it wasn't even like that. So, you know, um, I will say this. So. 
you know, conceptualizing, you know, figuring out what it is that people will like at, on a grand scale, mm-hmm. um, figuring out that. And then from there, also knowing that now you got to pitch it to the venue. You got to pitch it. You got to mm-hmm. figure out if it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. Um, if their if they're venue can have that type of capacity. Mm-hmm. And then also talk about the, um, the different types of um, stipulations that occur. Like, how can we profit? Um, how can we make any type of money? How can we do what we want to do? Can we bring in photographers, videographers? Do you guys want to be a part of branding? Mm-hmm. Can you give us assets to be able to, you know, use on our flyers for like logos? Like, well, use assets for logos to, you know, put mm-hmm. onto the flyer and everything. Yeah. So, um, all of these things that kind of happen during the negotiation portion mm-hmm. of, you know, figuring out whether the venue will work. And if it does work, then you can kind of move forward and, and figure out what the best time frame is for mm-hmm. doing the event. Uh, most of the time, I've always kind of, you know, initially I've always was gearing for, you know, that Thursday slot because that Thursday was always like, it's almost the weekend, but it's not. But it's like, oh, my gosh, thank God, like, the week is almost over. Yeah. So we were doing, like, you know, our events tailored to that where it was like, well, the event ends at 11. It's not too late because even on normal days, most of us now probably not going to sleep until, like, 11, 12 mm-hmm. on a normal day. So it was at least late enough so that way you can see the sun that's already coming down. But... um early enough so that way you can still get you know seven eight hours of sleep so that was always our thing and you know based off of if it's successful or not then you can kind of figure out a way where it's like you know now you've already created the blueprint Mm -hmm. you just you know just keep on adding on copy paste copy paste and you know sometimes it's like you know whether it be a monthly thing or it's a weekly thing or bi-weekly but i say that first time frame for us was like our bread and butter was like monthly yeah like knowing like all right cool we we did this this month now we got a month to deliberate and figure out what worked what didn't work and then perfect it the next month so it's definitely a process that's yeah yeah I'm glad you broke it down that way. I think part of that process too is the branding, um, which I was curious about when you're first starting out um, and maybe you have some advice and tips for those who are aspiring to build, even if it's not an event based type of company, but just a brand in general. um, Like how did you go about ensuring that your brand was being like understood and resonated with? Cause a lot of times, you know, it could just be people pulling up say, Oh, I had a blast, but didn't know what brand, what brand it was or yeah. why they should care about the brand. So like, do you have advice and tips for those who are starting a brand yeah. on how to build it and how to make sure people can connect to it? Yeah, absolutely. I say the best way is knowing that right now we're in this social media game and mm-hmm. you're, I've always said it in different um, capacities, but like social media, your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever it is, that's your online portfolio. That's mm-hmm. your online resume. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that anything that you're putting out that is in regards to that is to the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. So that way you can show people a quick highlight of what it was that happened and be able to tell your story behind yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, for us, like the first, like the very, very first event that we did in Seattle um, I had already like did the groundwork where it was like I'm looking at everybody that's doing events, and I remember like I went to events that were in Tacoma, in Everett, in Bellevue, in Kirkland, in Seattle, Issaquah. I was going to all events, even in Portland. I like I remember going to all these different events, and I was just kind of trying to figure out what is it that people are 
you know, you know, cap- captivated to, you know, mm-hmm. figuring out like what it is that people like, what are the things that people don't like about these types of events. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that if this event occurred, how long are they waiting to do a recap? Are they even doing video recap? Are they doing photo recap? Yeah. yeah. Um, all of these different types of things. And then what are things that build the most um, engagement? Yeah. yeah. So I, I was studying that type of stuff. And then I, what we did was like, we did the first event, but we made it private. We made it private, and then we made it cocktail attire because we knew that people don't typically dress up, you yeah. know? So we did a cocktail attire, we did it private, and we had one of the best photographers at that time really, like, capture every moment. Some stuff was, most of the stuff was, you know, you know, um, very candid, but a lot yeah. of things that I wanted him to capture was, like, can't, like, like very staged just to make sure people knew that when it came down to the cheersing of a, yeah. of a drink yeah. or, like, you know, a certain lady with a nice dress or, yeah. you know, something yeah. like that to show people, like, this is really, like, this can happen anywhere, yeah. not just in these other metropolitan cities. So yeah. um, when we, we staged all those things and then we put out the – the, the final results, mm-hmm. that's when people were like, yo, where was this at? <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, why is you. this person dressed like this? Like, yeah. where can, and this is all capturing everybody's, like, you know, capturing everybody's mind because it's like people were just so used to, like, yo, I can't really go places to dress up. Mm-hmm. I can't go places to have these, um, you know, these nice cocktails. Mm-hmm. People are not really, people can take shots, but they're not really, like, getting super, super drunk and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. People just at that time weren't accustomed to seeing that type of stuff documented that yeah, way. Yeah. So that was really like what, you know, made people like start paying attention a little bit. Mm. So it, it, it started from there. And then at that time, it was like, because I didn't, we didn't have anything to lose at the point. So it was like, yo, let's just create community this way. So yeah. we started creating it. And most important thing that we did was like, we did not compromise. Mm. We were like, yo, if people are trying to, change it and try to see if we can do something else it was like nah we're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna we're not budging for anybody because you know? know your identity yeah you gotta like branding is identity that's why exactly. I, that's why i tell people like you can be in the same industry as someone that's yep. fine but like y'all are different yeah absolutely <laughs> based on your identity you know what i'm saying but it's yeah. about under being aware of that yeah. a lot of times people get too caught up in like the aesthetics exactly but it's like but who are you what yeah. do you represent and, and that, i'm glad you that's a that's a gem because a lot of people can get pushed off their yeah you know their their square here and there based on what people say and whatnot so yeah absolutely that's good yeah. that's good stuff yeah and, and based on like how you like curated and everything like being an attendee like people will appreciate that like, exactly the effort you put into it yeah instead of just like oh it's just another party it's yeah. like curating it a certain way like people really pay attention to that you yeah know, so. yeah and on top of it too it was like you know now in hindsight it's kind of like you know we want to create an ecosystem of the things that we're curating. So it's like, how can we have, you know, some type of control of the space that we're in? How can we have control of some type of the the music that we have or the cocktails that we're giving, the menu, you know, people's attire, like all of these type of things to know that, like, if you come to our event, you're coming in this type of, you know, format, knowing yeah. that you're you're here, you we're creating community, you're yeah. gonna meet a lot of different people. Yeah. But if you come back here tomorrow, it's not gonna be the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And it's gonna be completely different. Yeah. No, and that's crazy because that one of the things that stuck out to me about laid back allure was like, yo, nothing's the same. Yeah. 
Not you know what I mean. Not on no Drake shit, but no, nothing was the same <laughs> for real. Every event feels different and it looks different, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of times people get like they see success in one thing, they're like, let's just run it back. Yeah. And let's just keep running it back. Let's yeah. just keep running it back, which is great, yeah. right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. But yeah. you guys take yeah. risks, if you want to call it that, or you guys try to break the mold and say, man, let's try this. Yeah. Let's 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 try this type of uh, different theme. Yeah. Right. It's all under the umbrella of laid back lure, but let's just yep. let's just throw this out there. So I'm, my question is more so regard regarding the logistics versus the creativity, like because mm-hmm. you know, like you know, logistics, but then you're like, man, creatively, like, do they ever like kind of clash? Because yeah. I, I, I would assume they do. Yeah, you, know, they, when you, you got big plans, and you're like, wait, logistically, I don't yeah. want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, we, like we've like we definitely ran into that often. Um, just because sometimes there's ideas that we have that are extremely grand mm-hmm. to the point that we know, like, okay, this is extremely grand, and it's going to take this amount to do it. But mm-hmm. then if we have this amount, maybe we can save or, you know, we can table that idea for another time. Mm-hmm. So there's, and then also there's times where we're, you know, we're taking a risk and we're like, you know, we can do this grand idea if we're able to get, take this to this, you know, if mm-hmm. we're able to have these type of, from take this fund and turn it into this fund, yeah. you know, then we can take that risk of, you know, doing something much more grand. Yeah. So I would say oftentimes they definitely do, but you know, even in the beginning of the time, um, when we were first doing our first, like our first tiers of events, it was like, we was, we was losing actually because we were just, we was doing all the events for free. Yeah. Everybody could come in. You know, we're not making money from the bar. Yeah. You know, we weren't making any time of money, but we were paying for the photos. Yeah. So we were like, well, we're just going to figure out a way on, like, how to make it make sense. Yeah. Once we get captivated on the the, the space yeah. and, you know, the community, yeah. you know. But I think that's kind of, like, what made it so much more better because we were just inviting everybody. It was mm-hmm. nothing where we were making it like exclusive to only these people. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like with people, you know, people got a little bit, in, there's some people that got intimidated based off what the photos look like and how they had to dress and how people were. But it was never really anything that we were trying to shy people away from like yeah. coming to these things. And we would always post it all on social media and yeah. stuff. So it was never like a private thing. Yeah. But I think like the people that came, they came because they wanted to. And then anybody else didn't, that didn't want to come and they just didn't come. But yeah. going back to the, um, that logistics tide, it was like, we, we, we took a, we took those losses to turn into those gains yep. at the end of the day, yep. you know? So we weren't like, we weren't profiting like that early on, but mm-hmm. then now because we took those losses, yeah. we became like a you know a voice of reason, a voice yeah. of truth. Where it was like, now you can expect if we do something, then it's going to be a good time for everybody. You, you know, know what you know what's amazing about what you just said is like when people talk about taking losses, a lot of times those losses are on the back end; they're not yeah. visible, right? Yeah. But on the front end, there's value being built. Absolutely. And I'm what I'm getting from that is like a lot of times people are so caught up in like winning the back end and the front end every yeah. single time. That doesn't, that's not realistic. Absolutely. But as long as you're winning on the front end every time with your value, yeah, you know, it's going to compound. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I just got from that. So yeah. That's, and that's it's, and it's one of those things too, where it's like, sometimes you just gotta like, you use that internal loss as like a way to just continue to inspire and, and, and pave that way for you to get even better you know so there's several times like you know myself and the rest of the team would really just do that and be like all right well we may have taken this loss financially but 
the value that we got from yeah. it, you know, it's much more, you know, yeah. like the way that people are talking about it. Yeah. They're like, yo, we're coming next time. We yeah. want to do this next time. Yeah. I want to bring my friends. I want to yeah. bring my girlfriends, all that type of stuff. And that stuff just holds much more weight, Way more. you weight. know? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great, man. That's a great, um, that's a great point yeah. to, to touch on. Yeah. I'm also glad that you brought up the team. Mm-hmm. Like how important is it to have a team? Cause sometimes we get caught up in trying to do like so much by ourselves yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, how much? Like, how Man, important is that? The team, the team is everything. Mm-hmm. Team is everything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I feel like, you know, you can have a great idea and you be that person that you know, comes up with the idea. But then if you don't have the team to be able to help facilitate it and bring yeah. it to life, you know, your 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 idea is just as good as a dream. Whereas like you you, it, you need more people to to bring it alive. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. so I, I think like for the most part, anybody that doesn't have a team, they should try to figure out a way to invest in one mm-hmm. and also make it where it's like very inclusive where you want people to also be able to fulfill their own dream within the dream too yes, because sir. Yes, sir. i think there's been a l- often times where like you know i want i have a dream and so I'm okay. <laughs> go ahead man go ahead man go ahead. yo that <laughs> one day i was saying like what day <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna save that for Black History Month. We're gonna run that back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yo, yo, so it's like it's like when you have a dream and being and you're able to bring everybody else into it, Mm -hmm. that just makes the dream that much stronger. You know. So for example, if it's like you know you want to start a basketball team, that's being your dream, and then you know starting a basketball team, you have a point point guard, shooting Mm -hmm. guard, et cetera, et cetera. Mm And everybody can fulfill that, and you just want to be the coach. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, I'm the coach. I got my my five people that's going to start. You're going to have probably your four or five that's on the bench. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like unless you have that point guard, unless you have that shooting guard or small forward and stuff, it doesn't it, – it, it, the dream is not complete, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. need all of those key players to be able to yeah. play their role. Like, it's not real. Yeah, it's not, it's real, not real, you know? Yeah. Unless you want to do, like, the three-on-three three and stuff, then yeah. that's cool. Shout but, out the big three, though. Yeah, the big three. <laughs> shout we out still, the big We still three. respect yeah, the big yeah. three. Shout out Ice You know, <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but know, nah, you, yeah. you need those people to be able to help bring that vision to together because – I've I've tried it in the past where it's like I've tried to do everything and it's like yes yeah. there's times you can do it but man that headache is something that will never go away yeah yeah will yeah. never go away unless yeah. you get somebody to be able to offload some of those tax for you you yeah. know yeah. so yeah it's very like empowering and then yeah. you give a chance for everybody to shine yeah like, you know what I'm saying at the same time collectively so yeah and yeah. I think yeah. also another thing too that I do is like I usually ask everybody like what is their goal what is their end goal mm-hmm. to be able yeah. to you know um to fulfill that within the within the idea within the dream so that yeah. way it's kind of like you know you you have a uh maybe you have a job that you work for and the manager or your supervisor or is very adamant about putting you in the best position for you to get that raise mm-hmm. or for you to get that that uh, title change, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So they always go through those, you know, different quarters of like when you have that one-on-one and you talk to them and figure out what works, what doesn't work. I try to at least do that and, and talk to everybody to figure out what it is that I can do to be able to best 
put them in the best position, you know. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's man. a big thing to do to really to be able to like aside from the business stuff, aside from the personal stuff, like yeah. where are you at right now so that way I can, you know, help out. So yeah. 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 that's a big thing. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And I think I think it's really about opportunities at the end of the day. Absolutely. I think, I think a lot of times people look at things that they create and they think about like ownership and yep. stuff like that. But ultimately all we really own is the opportunity Absolutely. in which we've created. Absolutely. And without seeing it as an opportunity, then it's really non-existent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's good, though. And I, I did want to kind of get your take on this because you do a lot of work and you, your output is like the volume's high, right? And the impact is felt, obviously. Do you feel like um, there's a sense of like culture shifting that's also being done? Because like when you talk about like um, the, like the cocktail attire and stuff mm-hmm. like that, people, it's not like foreign. Yeah. Right. Because if you if you look back in the days, like yeah. that's how actually people pulled up to parties, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was watching the movie Life, bro, and like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember like the Boom Boom, the boom Room, boom, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like everybody suited and booted, but yeah. that was normal. Yeah. Um. So do you feel like there's a there's a sense of like kind of bringing that black excellence back where people are like, yo, this is who we actually are. This is how yeah. we actually have been presenting ourselves in the past. Do yeah. you see Do you see that somewhat? I definitely see that because now it's like. We have to also remember that, like, you know, sometimes the spaces that we are often makes us feel like we have to dumb down what we truly believe ourselves to be, Mm. you know? So I feel like there's times that, like, we may have wanted to, like, you know, whether it be dress up a certain way or or behave a certain way, but then we can't because of the space that we're in. Mm. So that's why, that's how, like, kind of like how... um, you know how people have created like the terminology, the code switch, yep. where it's like, "Yo, yep. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put on the fake laugh. You gotta yeah. talk about <laughs> stuff you really don't want to do." I think we're know? all fluent. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you gotta, you gotta, you know, wear a mask in these spaces that, like, yeah, you're you you're getting the getting the job done and stuff, but like, you want to be yourself. You you want to figure out a way on like how you can do things that feel right to you. Yeah. So I think that that's a big part of it where it was like, yo, we know that we got some clothes that we wish we could rock here, but we choose to rock it over in AZ or we mm-hmm. choose to rock it in New York or wherever mm-hmm. where we're going on vacation, mm-hmm. man, let's do this in your backyard. Let's yeah. do this back over here, 20 yeah. minutes from the house. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus having to go and, you know, spend our money other places. Bro, you, you about know? to maybe go buy outfit right now. <laughs> <laughs> saying, you know, just, I'm like, you know, I'm motivated, bro. Yeah, you know, just make <laughs> hey, we're going on a shopping trip yeah, after this, man. Everybody, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know who paying for it, but we're going <laughs> you know, but it's it's one of those things where it's like you know even I if it, if it doesn't come down to the clothes specifically, but if it comes down to like how you feel when you're talking to certain people, knowing yeah. that like you don't have to like it's not like a an actual networking event where it's like everything seems very transactional mm-hmm. where I got to give you my business card and you provide me a resume and we see how we can benefit from each other. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, we're just in the same space because we enjoy the same interests yeah. and we just want to have a good time and yeah. not feel like we're judged in the same space, yeah. you know? Just so, being, a, being our authentic yeah, selves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's really what it's always been about. So to answer that, yes, I mm-hmm. definitely believe that because now there's so much other people that are in Seattle that are doing events too yep. 
that are just they're killing it yeah. you know so you know shout out to everybody that's doing mm-hmm. that because they already know who I'm talking about mm-hmm. but I really believe that you know it's not just Huts that is doing that but like so many other people that are in um, the community space that is really like tapped in and, and tapping into those people that we may not be able to tap into yeah. you know so no, it's, it's, it's like yeah. a it's like a wave of inspiration bro yeah but it's about perspective you know like yeah. I, you know one of my favorite quotes is uh, Young Jeezy He's like that ain't this and this ain't that. Yeah, you know what I mean, but yeah. like that's a dope quote. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not to say one is better than the other. It's just Absolutely. saying like I see what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's not this, but I'm inspired. I can be inspired by it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and people gotta also remember that they can't look at any of this type of stuff as competition exactly. because yeah. that's when you start to like you start to mess up your system or mess up your routine because yeah. if you start looking at everything as competition, it's like you beat yourself before, yeah. you know, you yeah. even get started, you yeah. know? So yeah. I'm always, like, trying to make sure that I'm going out to their events to support, show love. Mm-hmm. If I can't make it to it, then maybe just reposting something or, like, you know, telling somebody to go to it and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I always want people to understand, that, like, you know, creating community, building community is not about competition. It's just being able to serve Yep. Being able to give to people in different facets, different yeah. shapes and forms. So yeah. that's why I always want to make sure that, especially being on this platform, I know there's also been a lot of great uh, community builders that have mm-hmm. been here. So mm-hmm. I want to just make sure that everybody knows, like, yo, I'm always, I always want to show love and I always want people to know that I'm supporting just like they support me. Yeah. So support yeah. is key, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, not, not a lot of this, a lot of what we do doesn't exist without community. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This platform in itself won't exist without people exactly. such as yourself and others who are doing the work. So, yeah. um, we got to build with each other and yep. build off each other at the same time. Yep, I like Absolutely. that, man. I like that. Yeah, man. So, um, I kind of want to talk about the name. Yeah, like how did you come? Because that name is so dope. Yeah, bro. you know. So I kind of want to like see how that was like how that came about. You know, this is like. It's going to sound crazy, but it is actually very true. <clears throat> so, on the Black Album, Jay-Z, you got the song Allure, yep. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At the time, I didn't know what Allure meant. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, listening to it, but it was, like, almost like a... Um, uh, reminiscing like you know he's reminiscing about the game Mm -hmm. and um i was like yo like you know it means you know strong attraction or desire for something you know and i was like okay yo i resonate with this song because i also was like yo that was the album where he was kind of like reflecting on like when he was about to retire yeah Yeah. you know so it was like okay yo like he's talking about this because he feels like he's probably already accomplished everything that he really wanted to do but then I also knew I was like, okay, my personality is pretty laid back. So I'm, I'm at all the time, even if I'm busy, somebody will call me in and say, yo, what's up? What you up to? I'm always like, yo, I'm just chilling. You're <laughs> <laughs> like a fire going yeah. on. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm always like, yo, I'm just chilling, man. Yeah, Me- yeah. Meantime, I got so many things going on, you know, but yo, I'm just chilling. What's going on? Yeah, so yeah. after that, it was like, 
just put those two together where yeah. it was like you know strong attraction or something but then also being very laid back mm. in the personality mm. so that's how those two came together mm. and then originally even before it was like a, you know like I said it was like kind of like how a lifestyle thing but even before it became like a platform for you know community building it was a blog that we had on tumblr mm -hmm. where we were just re-blogging everything that we felt that fit that narrative gotcha. of wow. laid yeah. back allure so yeah. literally even right now um we've changed it up a little bit because we just put all of the event photos on there but like literally laidbackalore.tumblr.com is still a thing. Okay, oh, wow. that was still like <laughs> that's that, the archive. Yeah, that's the archive. You know, <laughs> there's so many yes, things sir. that yeah, there's so many things that even before I we replaced those images and stuff, I saved all those stuff because that's essentially became the mood blur mood board yeah. and the blueprint to creating those things. Yeah, so man. I used to reblog so many different dope bars and like ways people would be dressed up and like you know maybe you know you on tumblr you you'll reblog a certain celebrity yeah. here and there and stuff yeah, yeah. people with the the watches and all yeah, that all all yeah, this yeah. stuff that yeah. you really wanted to acquire at the younger age and stuff so kept all of those things put it in a put it in a folder as a mood board and i still mood board to this day yeah and that's what really started the whole like yo if I'm gonna do an event, I'm gonna do it in this type of space and yeah. this, and then even the name itself just kind of gives you that like it's almost like that law of attraction yeah. that's making yeah. things into yeah. existence. So yeah. that's really how it came. Yeah, you know? man, because I seen it and I was like, the only time I've ever seen this word was on Jay Z's album. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The message stemmed from that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's so what's up, I though, love man. It. I love yeah, it, man. Yeah. Now, because it is important, man. What you what I tell people is like, when, if someone could point at your logo or your signature or whatever it is and be yeah. like, yo, what does that represent? Yeah. It, like, yeah. you should be mad excited to explain it. Yeah. Because there's something that, like you just did right there, like it, it ties in, right? Absolutely. Um, and it's very descriptive and it's symbolic for yeah. a lot more than what it, ju what it just says or what it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, bro, you've been dropping some gems, and you know, we we, we uh, yeah, this is I'm I'm learning. I feel cooler. I ain't gonna lie, like I yeah. feel a lot cooler <laughs> at this point of the show than I did before we started. So, um, so speaking of cool, right? I, I just wanted mm. to get your perspective on this. Like, like you're, you you advocate right for mm. for the curation of cool and everybody kind of being in their space, um, but like. How would you define what it means to be cool? Like, what is your, from your perspective, how would you define that? Ah, uh, man. Um, I would say being cool is just really just, you know, following your own rules, following mm. your own intuition and being confident about it. Mm. I think that's what has always shown people of, like, being super cool because, like, they're not conforming to anybody else's rules. Mm. So when you see that person that is, like, Yo, they just doing what they want to do. Yeah. Like that's when you know, like, yeah. yo, they, this person is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, like if it comes down to like talking the way they want to talk, or walking the way they want to talk, or dressing, or whatever mm -hmm. it is, like they're moving off of their own schedule, mm -hmm. and they're not letting time dictate how they should um, carry their day, mm -hmm. or you know, carry their day. You know, so I would say that is the definition of that, and you know just ensuring that you just stick with your program at mm. the end of the day, you know? Mm. We even had the conversation when it came down when we was doing yoga, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that and we were talking about, you know, sticking to your routine or yeah. creating a routine, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I would say and if you're able to create that routine and do what you need to do throughout the day, 
that's cool. That yeah. that works. I love that because when you're able to when you start when you start feeling like man, I'm getting pulled in from all these different you know people and everybody's asking for my time. It's like, man, you get a little stressed out. But yeah. then we're able to con- kind of control your own time, yeah. control your own destiny in yeah. that space. You cool. Yeah. You good. I love that. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a break down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to use that for a commercial or something. <laughs> like a beer, a beer commercial or something. <laughs> nah, nah, that's solid, bro. That was cool. That was Yo. cool, bro. Uh, oh, man. man, bro. Nah, we, we definitely appreciate you just, you know, um, sharing sharing man. your journey with us, man, and, and expressing what you've learned along the way yeah. and paying it forward, man. It's, it's super dope. Um, I am curious, though, if you can kind of, like, look ahead Mm-hmm. What, what what excites you for the future for Anthony Jr. Like what is what is something you don't got to get too detailed if you don't want yeah. to, but like what what are you excited for for the future? Man, I think I'm excited for the unknown because I believe that <clears throat> I've been a big advocate for um, speaking things into existence, mm-hmm. yeah. and I believe that that's what's been the 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 trailblazer of what this brand has became mm-hmm. just speaking all of it into existence or seeing myself mm-hmm. doing these things and mm-hmm. being a part of these different uh opportunities and communities so i think just knowing not knowing the the unknown mm-hmm. or looking forward to the unknown is the biggest thing for me because now it's like the things that we've acquired or the things that we've done, they were all spoken into. They were first ideas that we spoke into existence. So mm-hmm. now if I continue to do that, and especially with repetition, especially with the experience, then, you know, we know that, you know, anything is possible as long as we, you know, we, we work towards it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It goes back to, like, knowing that when you post that flyer and you think that, oh, we just, you know, we just posted another flyer, we just created something, but it's like, nah, now that we've, created that blueprint and we're able to copy and paste in different shapes and forms. We're like, all right, cool. Well now let's, let's tweak this a little bit. Let's tweak that a little bit and, and provide this. Mm. I think that's kind of like what, you know, we're, we're super um, looking forward to. So I would say that just the unknown of just knowing that, Anything is possible at this point. I love that. Yeah. That's crazy. I was literally thinking about uh, that yesterday. I was just yeah. like talking to myself, like, you got to lean into the uncertainty. Yeah. Like, those who lean into the uncertainty, like, really, like, enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I just feel like they're able to think more, like, creatively. Yeah. In terms of what's possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then even thinking about this, like, even you guys are about to, you know, celebrate five years, right? Yeah. So knowing yeah. that that's a benchmark that's a benchmark time. A lot of people don't get to that, yeah. especially being consistent. So yeah. shout out to y'all for Appreciate doing it. that. Appreciate but it. But just, just know that like after that five year mark, you guys have learned so many different things on how to, you know, yeah. do the podcast, do the show, yeah. what things you should work on for, mm-hmm. you know, your own personal needs and then mm-hmm. what type of guests you should look for. Mm-hmm. That, that just makes it so much sustainable to do the next five yeah. years, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. making it, right. making it even bigger. Yeah. So just knowing that just the future is just kind of like, man, anything could really happen. So I man, love you, bro. Yeah. Cause I had no idea what five years was going to look like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but like, but then when you get there and you look back, you're like, damn, yeah. you know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, absolutely. It's, it's, it's like blissful. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that, yeah. man. That's what's up. Powerful, powerful <laughs> stuff, man. Um, tell yeah. people where they can find you on socials yeah. um, if they wanted to connect. Yeah, so you can uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter, anything, really, at, um, at Anthony UJR. So A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter U, 
JR. And then also follow uh, Laid Back Allure on Instagram and Twitter and also on Facebook. Laid Back Allure. No uppercase, no hyphens, nothing. Just all straight together. Mm. So Straight like that. Straight like that. Straight like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No eyes. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, thank you for sharing that. And, and again, yeah. I, I definitely feel like this has been a very um, fruitful conversation. And yeah, those yeah. who have been listening and watching thus far, I'm sure they were able to pick up some gems. I'm, I know yeah, I have. Man, I yeah. know they feel cooler. You yeah. you watching at home and you listening. You know you feel cooler. You know it. Don't don't lie. Um, now before we get you out of here, we always yeah. ask our guests this, this final question to cap things off. So mm. if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? Man. <laughs> um I would say um purpose. Mm purpose i think for such a long period of time such a long period of time i didn't know like like you know people look at it from a very um you know surface level of like yo this guy just does parties or this guy just does events and stuff like that and they don't really kind of take the time out to really be like yo but why are you doing it you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. and that was like that was something that i had to even look in for myself too where yeah. it was like yo, like, why am I doing this? Like, what is my purpose behind doing these things? Because if I was to do this for another five years, like, would I still have that same reasoning? Would I still have that same purpose mm -hmm. behind it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for the most part, yes. Mm -hmm. Like, to bring people together, to build community, that's the purpose because I feel like that's the way that I serve, you know? That's the way that I... I, I want to serve other people and I want to be able to be the most hospitable person to be able to put people on mm -hmm. and share everything, share what I need to share because, you know, at the end of the day, you can't take it with you. Mm. You, you got to just be able to give it to other people that will, um, can make better use of it, yeah. you know, however yeah. you can, you know, yeah. so that's, that's it. Purpose. Purpose, man. What's up? I love that one. Yeah. yeah. I love that word. I always yeah. try to replace, it's crazy. I always try to replace the word pressure with purpose. Mm, that's a good one too. I always that's try to do it because I, you know, sometimes be like, "Oh man, I'm under pressure." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm under purpose." Mm, it's yep. different. Think about it. Different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know I mean? Definitely, it's like turning that, that word. can't into can. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I love that word, yeah. bro. Wow, man. Well, Anthony, man. Um, again, like 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 I said, man, we we appreciate you for being here. Man. Um, you know, sharing sharing your wisdom, sharing your journey with us, and, and those listening and watching. Um, you know you guys support with us here at the Up and Up always, man. Always, Thank you, um, man. Yeah, we're super excited it. to see what's coming. I know you got you got some coming this Friday, right? Uh, uh. Right. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yeah, okay, Sunday. Okay. I know you, know, you got some. You always yeah. got some coming. Yeah. Like, I just threw a day out yeah. there, like, like Friday, yeah. Thursday. Nah, man, we should, we should <laughs> yeah. have something on Friday, man. I'm still trying to, like, I did only. I've, we've done like one event, a couple of events actually on on a Friday, but man, I'm trying to have a Friday on lock all the time. Okay, hey. you know, so okay. in, in due time though, in yeah, due time. Man. But yeah, this Sunday we definitely got. Yeah, something. man. Well, well, with that said, man, again, we wish you much success moving forward, brother. Thank you. Um, yes, we sir. thank you for being here and. Again, for the listeners and viewers, we thank you as well, always, man. And with that being said, I think it's safe to say Anthony Jr. and the whole Laid Back Lord team are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we get a round? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. That's it, my brother. I appreciate My that, brother. fellas. Thank yes, you sir, so much, man. Thank man. you. Thank you, man, for real, man. It means a lot. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. 
To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.